Hello nerds, welcome to another installment of A New Nerd in Nine. Today I would like to share the story of Patricia Bath with you. She was an ophthalmologist, inventor, humanitarian, and an academic. Um, in particular, my eyes seem to have been especially tired lately <laughs> from all the screen time. So I figured, hmm, now's a good time to share a story about a lady who cared about her eyeballs. So Patricia Bath was born November 4th, 1942 in Harlem, New York. Her parents provided her with a really good education, especially for the time. And she was literally a genius. One of the things they taught her from an early age was that she should never settle for less than her best. And so she really took that to heart. She finished high school in two and a half years. While she was in high school, she actually worked on a research project at uh, Yeshiva, hopefully I'm saying that properly, University and Harlem Hospital Center. Um, she was studying connections between cancer, nutrition, and stress. Now, remember, she's in high school. I don't know about the rest of you. I was not doing that big of uh, study or work at the time when I was in high school. I was still trying to figure out my life. So during this project, she discovered a mathematical equation that could be used to predict cancer cell growth. And the head of the research department realized how critical and important her findings were and this equation and actually um, helped publish them in a scientific paper. So she went on to college and she received her bachelor's degree in chemistry from Manhattan's Hunter College in 1964. She relocated to Washington, D.C., where she attended Howard University College of Medicine. And while there, she co-founded the National Student Medical Association, and she became its first woman president in 1965. She was awarded a fellowship, and in the summer of 1967, she was in Yugoslavia focusing on pediatric surgery. She graduated from Howard with honors in 1968. From there, she returned to Harlem, and she actually interned at the Harlem Hospital. She began to notice that a larger proportion of blind patients um, were coming in there relative to comparison to Columbia University Eye Clinic. Harlem Hospital at the time did not have an ophthalmologist on staff, and so in 1970, she began an ophthalmology residency at NYU and she was the first African-American to do so. She completed her residency in 1973. Um, and during that residency time, she did also get married and she had a daughter. While she was a fellow, she was recruited by both the UCLA Jewel Stein Eye Institute and Charles R. Drew University to co-found an ophthalmology residency program at Martin Luther King Jr. Hospital in Los Angeles. So she did move to LA and she became the first woman ophthalmologist on staff at the Jewel Stein Institute at UCLA. She continued to excel and to rise in the ranks from assistant chief in 1974 to chief of the program in 1983. And she was also associate professor for both of those um, institute and university. But it wasn't an easy path for her. 
As she was the first female faculty member, she often did not get treated with respect by her peers. One of the stories is that she was assigned an office next to where the lab animals were kept, but she refused to take that office. Um, She faced racism and sexism, even as she continued to break glass ceilings. In 1986, um, she said, okay, need a break. (laughs) She took a sabbatical and she actually began research activities um, over in Europe. And so she was a visiting professor at centers of excellence in France, England, and Germany. And in the same year as she's, she's visiting, touring, doing research, she finished her invention, which is the I'm going to mess this up. Laser Faco probe. L-A-S-E-R-P-H-A-C-O probe, which is a device that removes cataracts. And it was a major breakthrough that helped restore sight around the world to many, many, many people. Um, she continued her career and she actually retired from UCLA in 1993 And she ended up becoming the first female on its honorary staff. So for those that had retired, but were still considered the honorary staff. Throughout her career, she continued to support the American Institute for the Prevention of Blindness, which she actually was involved in the co-founding in 1976. The goal of the Institute was the belief that eyesight is a human right and So trying to promote eye health um, and eye treatment. So even in retirement, she continued to travel the world um, to spread awareness of eye health in general. As recently as April 2019, she testified at a hearing that was entitled Trailblazers and Lost Einsteins, Women Inventors and the Future of American Innovation. And that took place at the Senate office building in Washington, D.C. So she had brought a lot of information with her, and she spoke to the gender disparities that there are in STEM and the lack of female inventors, um, you know, in an effort to raise awareness and hopefully impact change. She actually passed away uh, just a month later on May 30th, 2019, at the age of 76, Over her career, she had been the first female in many cases, um, often the first African-American female, and she brought sight to so many who had been living without it. Um, She also had several patents, and her first patent in 1988 was also the first time that an African-American woman obtained a medical patent. So she literally was busting glass ceilings throughout her career um, in her lifetime. One of the quotes from her that I, I really liked and I thought was very powerful is, believe in the power of truth. Do not allow your mind to be imprisoned by majority thinking. And I thought that was timely for the world now. So that is the story of Patricia Bath. Hey nerds, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Be sure to check out my socials and connect with me 
on those. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just look for the handle at Brains Boobs Beer. And then also be sure to check out my website. It is www.brainsboobsbeer.com. I have a blog up on there and some ideas, suggestions, tips, etc. So if you heard someone on one of the episodes that you'd really like to connect with, reach out through one of those channels and I will be happy to help you network with that person. Cheers.